Hey everyone, John and Andrew here. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, it's not really our episode. Yeah, so what are we doing? Just go with it. This is Optical Course. Kinda. <laughs> so what are we doing actually? Well, we had our friend Jim Gardner from Leap Zone Strategies yeah. get in touch with us. Yes. And, uh, and invite us onto his Ooh, new series of conversations. Yeah. I don't know if he's calling it a podcast. I think he's calling it a series. Yeah, series. Uh, there's like Profiles in Courage or something. No, that's JFK's Conversations book. in Courage. <laughs> yeah, right. Conversations yeah. in Courage. And for some reason, he asked us. Yeah, he th- thinks we're kind of courageous. What's the most courageous thing you've ever done, John? I went on somebody's show. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, w- when you're not hosting. So that, that's a bit of a change, right? Yeah, but no, you don't really host ours either. No, that's true. <laughs> I just I chime in. I chime in with laughter and, and little nuggets. He asks questions. <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Jim yeah. has been on the podcast a couple of times now. Episode he, 45, right? I believe so, that's yeah. That's what he said, yeah. Yeah, and um, we, yeah, we just refer to past guests as their numbers. Their number. Not their name. What's up, 42? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, we had a lot of laughs. We didn't talk movies as much as I thought we uh, would. I know. Uh, that surprised me because that's what we did last time. You guys just went off on, on your tangent. Well, yeah, because you don't have a lot to offer on that regard. No. And, and we didn't want to, you know, embarrass you. It's not my so. stick. <laughs> Whenever okay. we bring up movies, Andrew just goes on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be honest. Last time when we interviewed together, you guys sat here for an hour. <laughs> talking about movies and um and you're like i haven't seen it haven't seen it haven't seen it haven't seen it it. but i mean we kind of like art house movies too like you Mm -hmm. know tree of life nobody's seen that really no yeah not even the people who were in it i don't know no exactly (laughs) yeah but uh we digress great conversation it's a little bit unusual it's a little out of the typical obstacle course uh routine which is kind of nice it was we just sat back relaxed and uh talked courageously but yeah jim jim is a great guy and he's doing much of the same what we're doing is promoting courage in difficult times and yeah. you know it's not just a difficult time now it's difficult just being a human all the time yeah and uh and you know courage helps us through absolutely and he's also um uh, an accomplished lip syncer oh my if God. you want to check out his social media <laughs> it That's, it's it's maybe what's got him the most interest which <laughs> whatever yeah. if it works yeah. i mean he he's uh he, He's good at it. So, you know, that's one power. of the cool things about this COVID thing. Probably. Yeah. There's not a lot. <laughs> do I want to take that back? Not a lot of cool things in the COVID thing, but one of the, I guess, cool things is how people are being creative and adapting. And so people like, like Jim is putting out like lip syncing stuff. We have other people who are like actually singing and putting that out there, whatever gift they can share with the world. They're doing that. And, and I just think it's another reminder that we can still have creativity and and uh, beauty in, in this really difficult time. And, and Jim was a great example of that. Definitely. And this idea, Conversations and Courage, actually predates the, the outbreak uh, in Canada, at least. Um, it was prior to it being a, uh, a global pandemic that, that he had this idea. And, and now it is even more well-suited. And I will borrow one of Jim's terms to describe... The following conversation, it is chock full of ass kickery. So, <laughs> that's right. Enjoy, everybody. All right, here we go. Round two. You ready? Here we go. Three, two. Hey, hey, hey. All right, gang. Here we are. Yes, it is time. You all knew this was coming. It is. I'd be reconnected re- to my kindred spirits here in uh, this, this episode of 
reconnect inward conversations and courage. I am privileged to have not one, but two guests, the voices, the mayhem, the chaos behind what is the Obstacle Course podcast. Joining me today is John and Andrew. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. Hey, Jim. Yo, yo. For those of you that don't know that are listening to this, we we, uh, we recorded a podcast back in fall of 2019, and we, uh, we've been trying to get together since then, and, and uh, we made it work uh, after the holidays, after John went to the States and did his thing, and Andrew was climbing Mount Kilimanjaro or where the hell he was, <laughs> yeah, Patagonia I'll... somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're getting closer. <laughs> somewhere down south, right? Yeah. yeah. There far, you go. Far south. Patagonia. Far south. Is correct. Awesome. So, all right. First off, guys, uh, you know, thanks for uh, for taking time out to join me today to uh, just to share some insight and some just some different viewpoints and discussions around courage, uh, at, obviously as it relates to today's ever changing landscape. And uh, you know, I know uh, the two of you as business owners yourselves. Um, you know, uh, you've been affected both personally and professionally uh, in this in this recent development. So, what I'd like to do today, guys, is is share with our with our viewers and our listeners here and our tribe that uh, a little bit about leadership um, in society today on the on the macro and micro level as it relates to uh, being stuck at home uh, as a parent, as a partner as a leader in each of our respective communities, um, because I do feel strongly that now we are called to lead our respective communities, whatever that may be. Uh, and let's break down uh, a little bit of courage to do that. You know, what, what is courage? And so uh, let's start just riffing like we do. What do you say, guys? Let's rock. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was, I'm affirmative. I don't know. Affirmative, Jim. <laughs> All right, so Johnny, yeah, um, leadership. What does it mean to you today in the state of where we're at in terms of our responsibility to lead and 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 to show up? Well, especially since we're all at home. Um, <laughs> You know, like the strongest form of leadership right now is the conversations we're having online. And so so I think it's important that we're wary and we're diligent and even deliberate about the kinds of things we're saying online, whether it's on Facebook or, or Instagram or, or Twitter or, or even in our emails. Um, I, I think we need to be um, saying things that are that are both hopeful but also realistic. Like we're not serving any anyone any well to say, oh, this will probably blow over in a month. It's okay, guys. Right. We'll be fine. Like we may want to say that to to give people relief, but like ultimately, what gives people relief is the truth. <laughs> and so the, the truth is, let's listen to the experts. And they just came out like an hour ago and said, hey, what you're what we're doing is actually working. You know, we're not out of the woods, but it but it's actually working. So mm. let's keep doing that. So I think as leaders, we, we need to tell the truth, um, maybe even more now than ever, especially in a crisis, tell the truth, but also maybe truth wrapped in hope um, because it's easy to go to one, one of two extremes, right? And, and feed the panic or feed the denial. And th those are the two things that there's no place anywhere for those two things, especially for leaders. 
Andrew. Yeah. Um, question for you because I know, <clears throat> I know that you know the two of you are quite vocal um, and you know and and very thought provoking. So. Uh, as you are a leader, um, not only as a business owner, but in, in terms of your community with um, with the obstacle course, what what have you done to, to show up and and to and to kind of lead with that that kind of trust and and hope uh, delivery as as John was saying? Yeah. So when I think about leadership and and being effective in leadership. Um, I think the the critical piece, like the foundation that we we need to set, is that we are we have personal leadership over ourselves, and and we are um, mm-hmm. and we're aligned in in what we're doing, and and if we are struggling hard mentally, personally, we're we're going to be really ineffective leaders, and that's that's when our our faults are are going to come out, and 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 we're we're not going to do what we need to and, and, and be a positive example. So I, I know that, um, for myself 10 days ago or so when, when this all really hit the fan, um, it was tough. It was, I was really, you know, fighting to be positive, which is a, a phrase that, that we bring up often is, is sometimes you really have to fight to be positive. And, and that was, I was fighting hard last week and, a little bit of background the the business that myself and my partner run is a is an events based business we we um bring craft cocktails and and beautiful bars to any event space and turn turn it into a, a cocktail party whether it's um like a, a wedding or a corporate event so basically we, i don't even really have to say this but covid just destroyed all business that we we had for we have for the foreseeable future so it was, and, and with how quickly everything happened, it was just like, you know, a bucket of cold water over your head, which John and I are proponents of, for the most part, the cold water exposure. I was going to say, uh, that's refreshing, man. Yeah, but th- there, was, there was a lot of shock. So um, to get to your actual question, Jim, um, it took me a while, but I needed to do some self-care before I could be effective in leadership whatsoever. And, and for me... A lot of that is getting outside, finding some quiet and solitude in nature uh, and and being able to reflect there. And then, so we went uh, away to a Gulf Island, did some camping for a couple of days right before BC Parks closed, which was fortunate, but there was nobody around really. And we just spent some time just relaxing and and pushing mm-hmm. all of the the noise away for a couple of days. John, you mentioned that um that there's a balance required between like being oblivious and and ignorant and being completely consumed. And and yeah, I think it's really easy right now to be on either one of those, but um I think it is important to to tune it out for for periods of time um so that we're we're able to um to not be wrapped up in the chaos. John, I mentioned to you not long ago um, that it, my feeling at least is that a, a mind that is that is wrapped up in chaos or um, I don't think chaos was the, the exact no, word. No, you I use used. the word crisis. Crisis, yeah. Um, a mind that is wrapped up on crisis, consumed by crisis, will, will undoubtedly be in crisis. 
So absolutely, I think that's uh, that was the the real heart of the the struggle to overcome that. And and then so for you, John, um, curious. So what what tools did you pull out of your toolbox, if you will, to uh, to kind of keep you your equilibrium as close to normal as it as it could be uh, during, you know, because you, you were saying to me before we started this, this show was to that last week it hit you. It hit all three of us last week, it seemed. Um, so what, yeah. what did you kind of pull pull on besides your uh, your movies, your, your safety net of movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it is it is cool to be able to escape in the evenings a little bit and, and, and watch yeah. watch something. And that's that's one thing that, that has been nice through all of this. But, you know, Netflix can't can't get you through the night. Uh, it might get you through the evening, but it can't get you through the night. I and love that, that. I think that we just created a slogan right there for self-growth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the night for me is when um, I'm faced with the darkness of myself and, and my thoughts. Yeah. And so, you know, I've said to Andrew before, you know, nothing good has ever happened at 2 or 3 a.m. <laughs> like, when you wake up, it's not like... You know, there's not birds singing and you're not excited for the day. You're like, you're like off for me anyways. I feel often it's heavy. Um, Often, sometimes it can be unsafe. The thoughts are swirling. Um, The darkness is, is feels, it feels like it's descending a little bit. And if I don't like kind of nip that in the bud quickly, it spirals and then I can get quite um, agitated and and anxious even. Um, And so I had one of those experiences actually, um, last week and uh that's probably about the time when andrew told me about the crisis um line um because i was really feeling the weight of what was happening around the world especially in italy i made the mistake of like watching a few videos and reading some articles and and my i felt my heart just start to ache And, and um andrew and i have talked about one of the greatest burdens we can carry as human beings is the feeling of helplessness And, and we had a psychologist tell us that what we end up doing is to avoid helplessness, we choose anxiety instead. Because anxiety and worry make us feel like we're actually doing something. <laughs> it's better than not doing anything, right? And so we'd, we'd rather choose those unhelpful things than just be totally, um, you know, at the, at the whim of, of helplessness. And I was there and it, it, it didn't feel very well. And so... Can I can I offer a, a quote that uh, that I just dug up from a, a text message that that John sent me? Yeah, I was I was counting on it. <laughs> when I'm at my weakest, I'm just waiting to drown in my own blood from COVID. <laughs> John, so, okay, <laughs> so that that's where he was at. All right, so that's awesome. So the, the 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 one nice thing about sending text messages is you do assume they're going to be shared with the world. So thank you. Andrew. I, I asked. There was permission given. Hey, you said a quote. I thought it was going to be like an amazing, inspiring quote, not yeah. like here's a time when I like lost my mind for a few seconds. So, so, but, but, but you yeah. know what? That's that gives you an example of how somebody that lives high vibration, high frequency, which you do. Sure. Right. High vibe sure. tribe. However, you you know you were at a dark place, and yeah. And so a- what absolutely. what did you do to to kind of shift the balance? <laughs> he so talked to me. Well, Andrew, 
Hey, I did. connection you, though. Right? Yeah. This is the thing. You need to find somebody other than your partner, I find. Because because I felt like, and, and I had a friend say this to me the other day. She's Because I, I just checked in with her and I just said, hey, Maeve, how's it going? And there's her name. Um, and she just, she sent me an avalanche of just, oh, you know, it's, I, I've been so anxious, but, but I didn't want to put my anxiety on you. So I just mm. didn't really say anything. And, and I think it's easy to feel that way. Having someone like an Andrew in your life that you could just text in a low moment and, and know that he'll keep the information to himself <laughs> is private. Absolutely a game changer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just, you know, bringing that, that, you know, that outside party to sort of listen to what you're saying and just yeah. and offer that, that perspective. Cause we get trapped in our heads. Right. And then it's just like, it's, it's, it becomes like a drama or a movie we're watching. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, uh, I've been feeling that as well. And, and thank God that I, I do, I, I do have a close knit group of a few kind of go-tos just for that. Uh, you know, and, and the nature of the work that I do all day long, I give right as a coach and, and, and elevating and, and giving energy. And then, of course, this is magnified now when the majority of, of my clients are business owners. And so we're, we're helping them and, and guiding them. And, you know, I it hit me, you know, the, the not only this, the the pressure of the moment, if you will, but also the fact that. I had that moment, John, where I, I, and I I just, I flipped and I didn't know, I felt completely alone for a second. Like, you know, at the end of the day, when all the, all this quieted down, right? Finally, at the end of the day, it might've been like eight o'clock. And I think it was like last, a week ago, Tuesday or something, but, and everything quieted down. And all of a sudden I just felt this anxiety come over me of, fuck, I'm alone. Like, I don't have my clients. I don't like, I don't really have. And so I kind of panicked for a moment and, and I kind of felt like literally felt the walls closing in. And, mm-hmm. and of course, all I had to do was message one of my peeps, right? Um, someone that's, that just burns bright. And, and just like that relationship that the two of you have, this, this person is a, is a confidant and a, and a bounce board for me. And she, uh, within, 15 minutes, she kind of just righted the ship for me a little bit, you know, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, what does it come down to? It's connection. And, you know, the ironic thing in all this is we're isolated now more than ever. And yet you could argue that we're we're actually more connected than we've ever been. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something about the community aspect and, and, much of what we're doing right now is for the well-being of others, which is uh, something that that really we don't see on a day-to-day, you know, in our day-to-day lives is us constantly looking out for, for one another. And, and I think if what, one thing about leadership is looking for opportunities and stuff in situations, stuff is maybe... You know, not the best word choice there, but uh, in in the, these situations, um, leaders find opportunities, and and I think we we have a the choice to to look for interesting opportunities that that might come of this. And obviously, that's not to say that that this is a positive situation or or there aren't huge challenges. And and I mean, the economic impact is is going to be decades before we we get out from under that. But um, the, the community that has been 
strengthened by this, um, you know, by people offering to go out and get groceries for their neighbors and and uh, all, all kinds of things that that people are are aware, more aware of one another and and to not you know take more than you need and. Um, there's been some some lovely stuff happening, and and I and support for the healthcare workers in our community that are are normally taken for granted. Um, just just in in that 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 example of, of community building, I think we we've uh, we've got things to learn, and and might be a positive effect. Mm. You know, you know, John, Jim. John, did you want to say something there, bud? Yeah, yeah. We, we obviously talk about this on an obstacle course a lot, but but I know you talk a lot about this as well. The whole idea of resilience training and, 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 and having resilience, like the idea that, you know, it's not about avoiding getting hit or avoiding those dark moments. It's recognizing they're going to come, but you do have the ability to bounce back. And I think that for me was a bit of a switch in the mind is, is I've often thought someone who's strong and resilient is someone who doesn't feel dark feelings. But that's not true. What it is, is when you feel them, it's how quickly you can bounce back to being strong again. And, and so um, I think this COVID thing has been a, a resilience reality check for a lot of people. And I think, I think it's been a bit of an indicator of the, here's, how, here's how my training's going. Um, here's some further opportunity to, to, to perhaps do better in the training. Um, and, and we've seen the extremes, right? Um, and, and so... So I just think, you know, they talk about how, you know, tragedy reveals character. And, and so this is, this has been a bit, bit helpful in a way, unless you don't like what you're seeing in the mirror. But if you don't like what you're seeing, you can, you can at least see it and say, okay, I have some work, I have some work to do. And, w- and we all have work to do. Always, always. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've said this before, and I truly believe that it, it, it's a perception of realizing that, and we know this, that the one thing that uh, can never be renewed is time, right? It's, it's, right? it's our most precious resource and it can never be renewed. And we've been given a gift because now more than ever, we have time. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's fucking ironic, but yet it's like now is the time. And, and, and what I've been saying lately to my clients is, those conversations you've had with, with yourself of the someday I will, the someday I want to. No, that someday is now. Absolutely. Right. And and it's a level playing field. And it's like, okay, so you don't like the person in the mirror? Guess what? Here's your get out of jail free card. Here's your time stamp. Get on it. Right. Take that first step and we can break down some of those because, you know, some people are still paralyzed. They don't know where to begin and how to start that journey. But in the meantime, I feel and I'd love to hear your input on this, guys. It's I, I feel like it is our responsibility to emerge from this when the dust settles and it will settle. When the dust settles, we emerge from this a better person individually, which therefore makes the collective, the human condition better. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. It makes me think of one of our previous guests, Adam Creek, who wrote The Responsibility Ethic, which is an amazing book that is just, it's going crazy right now. And he's doing speaking engagements and, and book tours all, I know, all over the planet. Blowing up. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And, and you know him, Jim, from the from mm. way back in the rowing days and probably still now. Um, 
but he yeah the whole breaking down of the word responsibility is we have a an ability to respond like and what better opportunity for for training our ability to respond to crisis or to a, a challenge than than right now and not only is it a challenge that we're all facing so we we can actually rally together to to respond to it the entire planet and you know right down to our, our single communities um but we have we we have the time to as, as you say we we have there's no excuse right now of being too busy for for just about anyone especially those of us who have been greatly impacted um you know if if you're in the um grocery business then may, maybe you are busier than than you've ever been before but um, yeah and healthcare workers and and, and that you know definitely a cross-section that are are really doing doing amazing work for us the majority of us though are home and can take advantage of this time however we choose to mm-hmm. well and, and like you guys are saying like there's something each one of us can do in this situation to either lead ourselves or lead lead those people in our house or our organization and it's not going to look the same for everybody i wrote a i wrote a post the other day and i basically made a long laundry list of all, all a bunch of things i can't do I'm just terrible at them. And it was, I mean, I could have wrote all day long <laughs> and, 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 but I ended by saying, here's like two or three things I, I know I can do pretty well. And so because I can, I should. And, and I feel like in, in mm. times of crisis leaders, if you have the ability to do something well, you better be doing it. Like, absolutely. In fact, I don't think we even have a choice. That's my personal belief is we don't have a choice when we don't do it. Well, the world around us suffers. Um, not because, you know, I'm so amazing or you're so amazing, but the world depends on our, depends on our collective amazingness to work together. That's how synergy works. And so one thing I could do well is light fires, not physical fires. I'm actually (laughs) terrible at those, but, uh, but light a fire under people, look in, look into them, see potential and light a fire like that's And So I've been doing that online through my writing. I've been doing that with my employees, I've been, you know, that's why we do the podcast. I love lighting fires. Lots of stuff I can't do, but I can light fires. So I better light fires. So light away, baby. Light yeah. away. I love it. I love yeah. it. And, and Andrew, for you, what, uh, what's your calling, my man? <laughs> I mean, apparently he's bringing people cocktails to their doorstep. But, <laughs> I know. Uh... <laughs> I was just going to make a cheeky comment about that. But... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I am inspired to to bring more joy into the world and to encourage the experience of joy in, uh, in people mm. around me. And it is like, it's a bit of a cheeky joke, but um, this curbside cocktails thing that we've started, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because I'm not here for self-promotion, but um, it, it's a, this little business concept was a huge pivot from, um, from what we had done as, as a business for the last two and a half years. And it has just been, like people are going crazy for it and and it's bringing people happiness when when yeah. there is a lot of darkness around and it's literally bringing joy to people's doorstep and and there's one comment just from 2 days ago that somebody sent us which, which just like hit me right right in the feels um thank you for finding a way to keep pouring joy into our hearts and lives is what somebody mm-hmm. messaged us after just delivering like a a, a fun little um cocktail mix kit to their doorstep um because you know people are just so 
saddled with with negativity um yeah right now you're a catalyst for joy my man catalyst for joy and and let's you know let, let's stay in this conversation because uh the work that i do you know we we've been on pivot overload the last you know few weeks with all the businesses that i coach and and the both of you like let's break that down because john you you know you made a pivot as well um and you know these are times that require us to be creative uh, require us you know people still need value they still need our services and and john you know we got in a little example of how andrew pivoted why don't you you share with your business give a little background on that you know let, let me just say that so so my business is lush eco lawns and gardens we're a landscaping business and i'm one of the few very lucky fortunate businesses who wasn't greatly affected by the covid 19 crisis um mostly because well, we do all our work outdoors, first of all. We very rarely see anybody. I mean, we're very touchy-feely with our clients, but uh, we're not now. <laughs> right. uh, we say they can wave to us out the window and, and give us virtual hugs online. Um, but but we haven't really had to change too many things that way. The real change that we've had to do is with our crews. Mm. Um, because we do have, you know, three or four crews of like, you know, three or four people. And we share trucks. And obviously with the six foot rule and the social distancing and the sanitization, you can't have four sweaty people jammed into a truck. So the big thing we've had to do is we've, we've changed it to, <clears throat> we've changed it to where we have the driver and then we have somebody in the very back, like the diagonal back seat. So we got the six foot rule and, and we stick two to a truck. Um, we, we lice all the trucks at the end of the day. They wear gloves all day long. So, you know, we only have four trucks. So if you do the math there, you're like, okay, so what about the rest of the employees? Well, I'm paying out of pocket for them to follow in their cars. Um, why? Because I'm committed to doing my part as a business owner and as a citizen to try and keep our vulnerable um, clients safe. Um, and, so, and so that's what we're doing. So, you know, it was a bit of a pivot. I'm not going to complain because honestly, it really yeah. hasn't been that bad. There are some people who have literally lost their restaurants, um, just friends of mine. And it's just absolutely heartbreaking. There's yeah. people who have lost so many things. So I feel actually almost lucky in a, in a really strange way to, to at the little amount that I've had to pivot. Mm. And I think, uh, you know, this is an example of, of uh, two examples of one that was someone, I won't say a major pivot, but it was a, it was a pretty good turn left in Andrew's case. And for you, it was just kind of a slight yield and, and continue on your course. And, right. you know, um, for people at home, even, even in, and I always equate business to personal, cause I, I, I feel like each of us individually have our own business, which is us as a human being. Right. And right. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, it's a full-time job. <laughs> it is. Flip it is right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and for some of us that have uh, multiple employees up in the air, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. worst I'm nightmare o- sometimes. I'm right? overworked, <laughs> <laughs> overworked, <laughs> undervalued, and yeah, underpaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sure. But I mean, pivots don't have to be this great, you know, two five lane highway jump over, right? Sometimes no. it's just a, a slight navigation and, and knowing when to yield and, and kind of just steer in a certain way you know um, and yeah and and for a lot of the work we do with leap zone it's you know we we uh, a cross-section of our clientele i mean yeah we have some brick brick and mortar locations that have you know shut down and and 
you know, um, the restaurant world, God, I, you know, you know, that's just, there's so many heartbreaking businesses, you know, a lot of what we do, we have a good cross section of fitness, whether it's yoga, spin studios, things like that. So yes, they've closed and yes, we've repurposed their value and their, their, their mission online and creating ways to still impact their community, you know, and, um, it's been interesting to see that evolution in a short time because three of these locations that I actually personally coach, none of them had ever experienced doing anything online, not even zoom. Like this is how I make a living, Mm -hmm. right? So nothing's changed for me per se, but for these people setting up zoom chats and delivering content and creating online revenue schedules and all this stuff streams and, and stuff and, and and uh, and town hall meetings to to be supportive for their community and things like that. These business owners had to step out, and we talked. You know, I, I said earlier when we opened the show about stepping out, stepping in, showing up, and uh, they're pushing their comfort zone because they're needed to as a leader to lead their people. And out of some of this great pressure, this great struggle comes some amazing things that are, that these businesses are going to continue now when the dust settles and it may be a hybrid, it may be something. And it's just kind of a, a really cool evolutionary process to see. And I'm excited to see what happens down the road with it. Yeah. I, I just have a couple of things on that, Jim, just it, when you're talking about business and, and, and pivoting um, and, and what to do in this situation, it, uh, a friend of mine uh, who John and I, we were both on a call with um, earlier this week a call of business owners and uh, Randy Mullen from the reinvestors was saying that this is a, a great time for businesses. Obviously we're not going to be building a lot of capital, getting a lot of revenue right now for the most part for there's just less going around, but it's, it's a perfect time to build relationship capital. And so like mm-hmm. you're saying with, mm-hmm. with those businesses offering something online, maybe for free, maybe just a, a web series, maybe just, offering connections to people um it's this is when we can really um be of service and and do something of value and and yes there is a a positive ripple effect when it comes back to your business that that's really important but also you're just doing something good and you're going to feel good about it too yeah and and i love that because that relationship capital is crucial i mean everybody that that i am involved with uh in terms of my clients it is about the value they're doing so much for, you know, for, for free, for, for added support, for being there. And I do have, I personally have a, a, a problem with people that are taking advantage of this and, 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 you know, and I know we've seen it. People are trying to sell courses and people are trying to all of a sudden, sh- you know, showcase the, I work from home and I'm so glad I done this and I built myself this type of revenue stream. And, you know, that's a fine line to walk and, 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 you know, homie don't play that. I just doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me. Right. Um, And this is the time, this is a a horizontal relationship across the board. We're all in this together. And um, you know, now it is about building, relationships, Andrew, a hundred percent. And, um, there shouldn't be a price tag on that per se, you know, um, for the most part, uh, and, and doing that from a heart-based approach 
will yield growth when this all storm is is through and we've weathered that storm it will come back to those businesses and they will prosper guaranteed right yeah and, and even just the simple fact of making sure your customers know that you're still strong and and you're still showing up every day and, and you're still yeah. believing in what you're doing. I think that um, that's so important right now because um, we're looking for strength in leadership, in, in our they communities, in, in our, in our selves, we're, we're searching for strength right now. And, and when people show that it it's noticed. Yeah. And, and maybe this is a great segue because the, the, the problem is people are falling into that scarcity mindset. Yep. And and those that are that are truly stepping out and stepping up are are exemplifying some sort of courage to do so, right? Um, and just like the the, the two of you have uh, in terms of, of some of the content that you've produced on your show recently, and then independently in your businesses, uh, and and being of service and going the extra mile for your respective communities. So I'd like to. Um, I know when we when I was a guest on your show number forty five, John calls me. I don't <laughs> have a right. name apparently. Just, yeah, just a number, like like uh, like prisoners. You're just a number to us. Maybe I'll add that to my my whole tattoo that I'm getting. I'll just, I'll just put a number forty five on it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I talked yeah. a lot about courage. Uh, obviously, yeah. hence the name of this of this uh, show, and and also. It is, it is definitely uh, a big fabric of the tapestry that I, that I uh, adhere to. So um, what, and Andrew, you brought this question up and I think it's a great question. What is courage? You know, like, is it, some people think it's the, this Da Vinci code of, of attainment. Some people don't think they have any courage. Uh, wh- what do you guys, let's break down what courage means to each of you. And see if we can't pinpoint this. Yeah, um, the the word that came into my mind right away is, is it's necessary. Like courage is something that you you it's necessary to be able to navigate through something or to achieve something. Um, it's I don't think it's optional. I don't think you can get through. I don't think you could get through a crisis. I don't think you can lead people through a crisis if you don't have courage. Um, and, and I think it's easy for people to think that courage is like you know we see the movies, Jim, and then and, and yeah, I said the word movies, and we better be careful. We could we could go watch go on out. <laughs> watch out. We could lose an hour. But uh, you know, we all have movies where you know the hero, you know the the courage, but they don't often do a good job of showing. Um, that hero at 3 a.m. in the morning, you know, feeling the weight of the world on them. Um, just, but just say it's Rudy, John. We're, we know you're thinking it's Rudy. <laughs> just, just put it out there. That's Be right. honest. There it is. <laughs> it, it's so. It to me, it's doing what's necessary, even though you're afraid. You know, and Andrew has has his phrase about feeling the fear and doing it anyway, and and that that to me is is really. It, it's not the absence of fear. It's like you feel it. But but you you use it as fuel to do what's necessary. Mm-hmm. And what is necessary? It depends on your situation, depends on your organization, your mm-hmm. family. Um, but do what's necessary, even if you feel the heaviness. Got it. Love it. Non negotiable. 
Love it. Yeah. What about for you, Andrew? Yeah. So I think it's it's very much an inward thing in and it's in identifying our own greatest challenge or um, obstacle even and and finding the way to overcome it. And and I think that's when courage happens is when we get past our, our biggest personal challenge, whether it's anxiety or or self doubt or um you know a perception of of oneself um when we can know that that's there just as john said feel the fear but do it anyways that that's when courage happens and um one of our previous guests suzanne venuda who uh won the a mental health award the courage to come back awards when when i hear courage now i, I think back to her and she um was a the victim of just horrific awful abuse that was hard to even listen to let alone you know have to deal with any of that and uh and she somehow um with a lot of work and a lot of therapy um was able to become an advocate and a, a speaker on the subject and and not she does it's not putting trauma away or or ignoring um things that have happened or or our limiting beliefs it's identifying them looking at them and then being like you know what you're not going to stop me I'm, I'm doing this anyways and um yeah i think it's just one of the the strongest traits that that we can see in people and so do you do you feel then do we do we each instinctively have do we get to a certain place of overcoming an obstacle inward to then build up a, or give us enough kind of impetus to to then redirect that to the next challenge, to an unforeseen challenge? Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. I, I, I find that resilience, which is those, they're, they're similar, they, like they're related to one another. They might be, might be like cousins or, or something like that. But it's, <laughs> it's one of those it's like a muscle that as you train it, as you practice it, it, you, you do become more adept at using it. And, you know, sometimes we just need to find the courage to strike up a conversation with a stranger or like, or get out of bed in the morning or, you know, wear, wear the shirt that, you know, is a little bolder than, than it, than the clothes you normally wear. It's not just gray. Um, that, you know, those are, those are little minor building blocks for, for being courageous. And, and we, we can, draw upon them when, when a bigger uh, challenge is is out there. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of working out a muscle. I mean, Jim, I've seen pictures of you, man. You you've you got guns, buddy. I know, I know you know it. Uh, don't be like, what do you... Yeah, I know you know it. And you've worked hard at it. So well, thank you. Well, yeah. And so here, here's the thing, right? It's resilience works the same way. It's like you could probably lift more and press more now than you did five years ago, probably. Um, because, because mm-hmm. you build, you build it up. And, and so, you know, this right now is probably one of the largest resilience challenges for our society in maybe a hundred years. And, and it's a lot for people. It's a lot to ask of people to be able to lift that weight, so to speak, if, if they haven't already been lifting the smaller ones over here. Yeah. So, so, so this is just a, another reminder for me of like the importance of continuing to practice resilience in everyday life. Because it is, yeah, it, it's a tough, it's a tough ask, you know, for, for people to, 
to carry this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and yeah. I think like, you know, for some of us that have, have gone through as Andrew was saying, you know, overcoming some large obstacles. So for me, you know, whether it was athletic achievement or, or, you know, most recently my kind of life journey and, and, and being in the trench warfare of that, um, it was so ingrained and so deep and, and such deep work that now that I finally have crawled out of that, I feel like I can honestly take on anything. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Uh, we, you mentioned Adam Creek and, and, you know, for him, I'll speak for him. Maybe we'll, we'll see if I'm wrong on this, but you know, when you line up at the Olympic final, to, to put everything you've trained for for four years on the line in one race and not only deliver, but just, you know, represent your country and everything. Everything else he's done, write a book, travel around, speak, TED Talk. I mean, I'm sure he gets a little nervous and butterflies, but fuck. I yeah. mean, come on. You know, and so, you know, some most of us, and myself included, have never – sat on the starting line of the Olympic final. However, we all have our individual journeys that may have that, that equate to that type of obstacle. Right. And, uh, uh, so my, my point is, is that, you know, I, I draw on some of that, those obstacles, Andrew, that you're talking about to deal with this situation. And that doesn't mean that, that, yeah, I don't, I'm just going to call it now. I'm, it means I'm not going to pull a John and text my friend some, you know, the <laughs> message from the depths of hell. But, but, <laughs> right? but um, you know, we, we also know how to bounce back, bunch, uh, bounce back because we are resilient. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I do feel like I need to defend myself a tiny <laughs> bit here <laughs> and, and, and just say, like, you know, part of resilience is like, you might feel that, but you don't feel that for a day or a week. You know what I mean? You feel that for like a moment. Oh, it's like but, a but, moment. Yeah. But, but, but it's easy sometimes to find you get in that, that, you know, it says on a poster behind you, Jim, mindset is everything. You could get in a negative mindset and it's like an entire week has gone by. My gosh. Like mm. I've been, I've been maybe not that low where you're like waiting for, you know, COVID to take over your lungs, but, but something, right. It could be your business or your marriage or, or whatever. You're just, you just, you know, our brain takes orders from us. I mean, it, it's like, okay, if you want to just spend all day thinking on that, I'm not going to stop you. And and it will let us do it. And, it we, and we have to recognize it early on and be like, I cannot go there. Well, like, that's why, you know, yeah. awareness is the first step. Yeah. Awareness is the, yeah. the first thing. And, and as much as you're right, it can, it can take over. It also has the power to pivot to course correct and Absolutely. and out of that comes you know an elevation which is yeah you know um i know three of us choose to operate that way yeah. and uh you know we, we want to inspire people at home to to operate that way right um to to seize this moment right to to um to take this time and really push towards self-growth Right. Um, yeah. So important. I know you guys are both. Well, I, I think you are, John, but I know, Andrew, you, you do read books a lot, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're both of you are kind of into your books and stuff, right? I oh. mean, are you, yeah. 
Are you reading any more now? Or are you finding yourself being called for that? Yeah, I mean, myself, I, especially in the last six months or so, I've really dedicated myself to to reading more and, and carving out more of a routine. And, and part of this was in, influenced by John and, and incorporating some um, some reading in the morning routine, um, mm. something a little bit more um, definitely nonfiction stuff, really like positive mindset stuff. So um, one of them recently was uh, Stillness is the Key, Ryan Holiday, and and his work is, is so fantastic. John actually bought me that book. Um, so that's one thing I've been doing in the morning. And, and as well, getting into the fiction, um, just reading some some powerful stuff. Um, been reading a lot of Neil Gaiman recently. Um, really just getting into storytelling and, and um, yeah, being able to even use that as some escapism. Um, hearing really really inspiring quality writing and, and, and getting into that world. And, and I think it, it really helps to um, foster creativity and, and deep provocative thinking, which is um, another thing that I, I really try to uh, emulate as, as well as um, hopefully influence others to, to think a little bit more deeply when, whenever um, there might be an opportunity to. Mm. Yeah. John, for you, anything? Yeah, I mean, Andrew talked about the morning routine. Um, I think it was Jim Rohn who who said that, you know, you win the first hour, you're going to win the entire day. Yeah, win the morning, win the day. Win Absolutely. the morning, win the day. And and let me tell you, um, you know, by two in the afternoon, I can tell if I did, if I won the morning, you know, oh, because uh, it, it makes a huge difference. You know, I, I would like to just, you know, say to anyone listening right now, um, that is probably one of the biggest choices you can make literally starting tomorrow morning is get up and invest in yourself, you know, get a book that fills your soul that brings joy and relief. Those are two things we need right now. Joy and relief. Find that book. It's not going to be the same for everybody. You know, Andrew shared stillness is a key. Fantastic book. One book I I, I go to all the time is a book called, um, well, the, the author is Pema Chodron. Um, She's actually a Canadian nun and uh, writes and she's a Buddhist and and hmm. she and and I oh I mean I go to that well uh, just <laughs> all the time, and and let me tell you I reached for that book when when I was going through some tough times and one of the things I I pulled away from a from a morning a couple mornings ago was she talks about how even at the best of times we all sort of carry this slight um, agitation this slight heaviness this slight um, almost anxiety and, and it's and and we can't label it we don't know why. It, there and she says the reason why we feel it is because we're seeking for permanence in an impermanent world and she says the only way through it is to just is to become at peace and accept the fact that you know we will never fully be able to control our experience everything is impermanent Um, if you're looking for permanence you're on the wrong planet you need to accept it and right now there's i mean with the covid thing there's never anything so (laughs) Uh, you know, unknown and uncontrolled is right now. And so people are feeling that. And and so she just really helped me see, like, you have to be able to see it, take it in and just be like, I see it. And, and, you know, and I'm not going to fight it. And, yeah. and, and I'm a fighter. And I, I think you guys are as well. Um, and, and, and 
you know, we had a psychologist who, or even Andrew says this quite often. It's like, at one point it served us well to be fighters. It, it served us really well in this area of our life. But when it comes to like our mindset and, 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 and you know, dealing with um, difficult things, fighting it is actually makes it worse. And so I've had to learn to like in the morning, instead of like, you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to let this get me down, bring it on. You know, I'm just going to be, you have to go into a different mindset where you just like, yeah, I, I see it. I feel it. And I'm going to be okay. Or I'm going to, um, you know, focus on someone else instead of myself. Um, I just it's think so, it's such, a, such an important thing. It's, it's so amazing. You said that because that, that right there kind of exemplifies my my journey you know i i was always the fighter i mean you guys know my story with rowing and asthma and all that and i fought 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 and it wasn't really until the last couple of years that i i realized that no you know i i am everything about me screams warrior and angelic grace now so i have that grace component too my fighting so I, yeah i don't i never look at it like a fight i look at it like a kind of an ebb and flow of free flow but with kind of just a little i don't know a little bit of balls you know like i i can't put a finger on it all i know is that it is yeah. adding that grace component to my my dna if you will was my secret sauce you're an which, angel with balls jim I have an angel with balls, man. Get there a tattoo go. of that. <laughs> <laughs> and the show's going in a completely different direction. <laughs> As I put my feet up. All right. <laughs> but it's true. No, it you know, is. Like, yeah, it you is. know, like I, I've been more successful as a coach, as a person, as a father. Um, and as a leader to my tribe, because I'm not just the bravado of, of the guy in the cage, the guy stepping into the arena. No, it's like I'm going to step in and dance with anybody, and I'm going to do it with humility and grace. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, great point. You know? Yeah, it's that's it, finding identity and, and uh, being living aligned with it and, and really – kind of tying it back to, to leadership, I think those are the most effective leaders, the ones who have identified themselves and, and their purpose and, and, and their values, and then they lead directly aligned with that. And, and that's when we see people have great success and, and um, inspire others that are around them, which is really the, uh, the essence of leadership, if you ask me. Which is how we started this call. Brilliant circle around, Andrew. Well done, my friend. You, you, see, you may have done this once or twice or <laughs> yeah, I'm, 53 times or well, at so, least 45. And see, <laughs> earlier we, we talked about like I can light fires and Andrew's like, you know, I bring joy in a cocktail. But what Andrew does so well is he, he asks those like key crucial questions mm -hmm. and um, uh, that, that allow you to sort of tap into that truth. And, and so uh, it's, it's so important as well. So, Andrew, yeah. come on, stop selling yourself so short. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. it, it and really, for the viewers out there, what John really meant is John and I tend to ramble. Yeah, we do. And, and Andrew Absolutely. just sits back, and then he just yeah. interjects 
drops yeah. the mic and then goes silent again. Kind of. Yeah, that's the way I, he operates. I think every episode he has said. <laughs> now, now, getting back to what we were here to talk about, um, and then he sort of just looks at me sideways, and I'm like, I'm just connecting with our guests. <laughs> We're just running together in their life field, oh, hand in hand. And then saying something like, you're an angel with balls. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that visual, honestly. Oh, great. Thanks. There we go. Be, wait till this comes out. Oh, Jim. My, my inbox will be blowing up. <laughs> Jim, before we do wrap, I, I was curious, and I, I did want to ask you why courage? Why of, of all uh, central components to... to create a series about why did you choose courage uh well i i think it goes back to that is the fundamental first step of adlerian um, psychology and um you know i i do believe all of us instinctively have the ability to change we can and uh this time is ripe for changes and a change is a necessity. As I said, you know, um, personal growth, business growth, pivoting, all of that. And ultimately what does that come down to? It it comes down to the, the courage to muster that first step, whatever that step is, uh, for, for each individual person that's listening to this, you know, uh, I, I look at my journey and courage has always been something that, I've shown, and, and, you know, when I was younger, there were those micro moments, you know, and, and you guys heard me, you know, on the show, we talked about residual confidence and, and, uh, and all that. And, and, and the courage journal, creating a courage journal, which, you know, uh, I, I worked for me and, and, and has worked for clients as well. And I just feel that instinctively we have that ability to, to pull upon many triumphs on the macro and micro level that we've gone through. And, and, uh, you know, I guess ultimately Andrew, because everyone I feel that is home right now, that is in a state, they can shift something by having the courage or channeling to that courage to make that shift. Love it. I mean, that's, those are, those are inspiring words and, and, um, and it doesn't, you know, it's not only the heroes in the, in the movies out there that have courage. You know, we we all have it, and, and we can all express it, and and it's it's something we must practice if we're gonna, you know, be the best versions of ourselves and 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 reach our potential and and move forward in yeah. the world. And and remember, you know, we all of us are a hero to somebody. Yeah, right? for we're, sure. We're, we're all somebody's Rudy, right, John? Yeah, and some of us are a hero to everybody. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, um, you know, I, I think it's important to mention, Jim, that, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking that there might be some people who, you know, they they hear this courage and, and they think of this like, you know, we talk about the movie, we talk about the big act, you know, the defining act, the Winston Churchill speech, you know, like, it's right. easy to think that, but... But I think there's a courage spectrum, and I think I think it's important to give ourselves, you know, um, to be easy on ourselves and realize that courage for us some days may just be like, you know, getting out of bed, getting out of bed, you know, like just yeah. one foot in front of the other, or making that phone call, or or or, or making that post, or, or 
going through the exercise, you know, that day, even though you don't feel like it. I mean, it's so many little things. And I think mm-hmm. it's, I see courage as something that it's like, it, it's a bunch of little pieces of courage. It's not just yeah. one big act. Um, it, it's, it's a daily drip by drip by drip habit that, that ultimately results in a life of courage. Love it. Amen. Yeah. I love that for sure. For sure. Well, guys, uh, we'll wrap it up here. First and foremost, thank you for, for each of you for uh, taking the time today to, to just have some conversation, right? Um, and, um, and just share kind of what's, what's landing for us top of mind. And, and uh, you know, uh, I, I also applaud each of you for being the light that you are uh, and to your respective communities and, and burning bright to them. And I actually saw you on that, um, that uh, business thing for, for down there in the Duncan area. And I was like, Oh, I know that guy. I saw that. I saw the zoom picture on the <laughs> post. And I'm like, I know that guy. And, and of course, just like he is now, Andrew, John was all in the kind of the dark and I couldn't quite, like, I think that's Johnny. I don't know. <laughs> Jim's like, I know that guy and I know that forehead. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, you know, we're all, we're all doing our part. Right. And that's, yeah. and, I, and I feel strongly that we, we, we need to, and that people out there um, find out what their part is and just step into it. Right. Absolutely. Step into it. Love it. Yeah. So, Now's the time. Now is the time. And uh, speaking of which, Andrew, and you're probably going to go and, do some more curbside cocktails. Deliver and, uh, some little bundles of joy. I, there you go. There you go. Bundles of happiness. I, Units of happiness. There you are. Yeah. I, I do have a new catchphrase as well. Uh, it just came to me last night. It might not be new. I might have heard, heard it somewhere. But um, when life gives you lemons, you're only two ingredients away from a pretty good cocktail. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> nice. I, I haven't That's heard perfect. that. I got to say. All right. I haven't heard that of it so good job bud i like that's that. perfect mm-hmm. oh, that's awesome. all right gang awesome stuff thanks for everybody uh for for tuning in and and uh taking in this uh, little journey with with the three of us today and and as always i just want to give a, a mad love to the both of you and and uh mad love to the courageous out there and just keep keep burning bright all right till the next time see you boys well that's the episode thanks for tuning in everyone if you liked what you heard here, check out the website. ObstacleCoursePodcast.com. That's where you can subscribe, check out the show notes. If we have one request, we'd ask you to leave us a kind review and perhaps share this episode. It's not because we have fragile egos. Well. But because we want other great people like you to benefit. Speaking of great people, we have a list of people we want to thank. We've got our senior technical advisor, Andy Robertson. Our media partner and web designer, Sticky Media. And of course, our host, and snack coordinator, Judy Langford. Oh, peanut butter cookies. You can continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at Obstacle Course Podcast and on Twitter at Obstacle Pod. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Keep pushing through those obstacles.